Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dialed In. I'm here today with Tasha Carter. Tasha is actually a cousin of mine, and she has quite a remarkable journey to share. You talk about living big. You talk about doing life on your terms, like having that moment of the wake up call where you're like, what am I doing? Um, settle in, uh, grab a journal if you're in a place where you can take some notes because um, her story is powerful. So welcome to Dialed In, Tasha. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course, I'm so excited. So um, maybe I'll just ask you to start by just sharing a little bit of your story. You can start wherever is comfortable for you. And if I have questions, I'll, I'll jump right in. You know, I'm not shy, so. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I just hit my one year sobriety yesterday and that journey has been the most amazing journey that I could ever live in. I started this journey November 28th. 2020, um, I got a text from a friend um, saying that he didn't want to live this life anymore. And to give a little bit more of a backstory to that, about two months prior to that, um, he got a hold of me saying that one of our friends was in trouble. So we went over there and uh, we cut her down from killing herself. Now, mind you, my drinking had been already fairly bad. Um, Binge drinking was a huge thing for me, so I never thought I had a problem. I could go days without it, but when I started, I didn't stop. So whenever we did all of that, the one thing that we wanted to do was know our feelings on how that situation hit us pretty hard. So we went down spiraling for drinking for a while, and then that text that he gave to me um, saved my life. I started that journey because he wanted to get better and I didn't think I had a problem at that time. So if somebody would ask me, why did you quit drinking? It wasn't because of me. I was saying I was helping out a friend mm. four months down the road. Um, I realized that it was me that I needed help hmm. and a lot of it. And the first thing that I did was get sober to realize that my life wasn't exactly where it needed to be even though I thought that's all I deserved. Mm -hmm. And, and even at that point I did, um, at four months, I realized that our finances were better. I realized that my relationship with my husband was better. I mean, we never really had a whole lot of problems, but every time that we did fight, there was alcohol involved every single time. Um, at six months, I had to let go of some people mm -hmm. because they just weren't or needed to be a part of my journey. Yeah. That was rough. Mm -hmm. I felt, um, you know, throughout this whole journey, I have felt a lot of loneliness. And a lot of that's just my alcoholism mind because I was never lonely in this whole journey of mine. Mm -hmm. so that was at six months um I still worked hard on every aspect of my life I the biggest thing that I could say that I did to save me was to forgive myself mm. the, that's the biggest thing 
was to forgive myself and then to forgive others who I felt had hurt me in the long run. I buried my father, even though he is physically still here on this earth. I had to bury him because I couldn't allow him to hurt me anymore. Mm-hmm. That was two huge things that I had to do this year was to bury him and to forgive myself. Wow. The journey has been amazing. <laughs> so looking back, well, first of all, congratulations on your one year sobriety. That's amazing. Um, isn't it interesting how sometimes we'll stick to our word more fiercely when we believe we're doing it for somebody else, whereas you didn't think that you necessarily had a problem to begin with. And so you pro- maybe you never would have taken those steps. You didn't see it as an issue in your mind. You know, addiction looked different than what you were doing. Is that, is that a correct? I will say, yes, I will say that I, I internally knew I had a problem. I just didn't think it was as big as what I thought it was. Um, a lot of it was, well, I can go for days without drinking. How can I be an alcoholic? Oh crap. I blacked out this weekend, but I, I, I won't do that next weekend. Um, that won't be a problem. I'll just watch what I drink. Even though I wasn't drinking every day, I was still thinking about it because I had anxiety from my hangover. I had anxiety from blacking out the weekend before. I had anxiety that I didn't realize I was putting on myself, honestly. You know, I wouldn't have taken that leap. That's why I told him he saved me because I wouldn't have taken that leap to sobriety. And this may not be something that you can share. I'm going to ask. So if you can't share it, it's okay. Um, Or it, can you share where he is today? I mean, did, is he still on the journey with you or? I will say that he's taken his own journey to find himself. Okay. Wow. So I think it's amazing. I read this probably on an Instagram post over the weekend about how sometimes the most impactful people are in your life for a season, you know, and then they go. And sometimes they're a stranger. Like for me, you know, I had a stranger I mean, a lady I worked with, but I didn't know her. We didn't talk that could see that my life was in shambles that basically called me on it. And it changed the course of my life when I was in my twenties. I mean, sometimes it's like a complete stranger. Sometimes it's a person that you can't imagine living without, you know, a relationship that you've had for a long time that then dissipates because it's like, I think everybody has something to teach us. You know, we, we can, and, and we have something to give everybody that comes through our path. And then, um, but it can be hard when people kind of fall away. And uh, as you grow and change, when people aren't on the same journey as you, because you've, you've, you know, you've chosen to take another path, then that can be hard too. Um, any time, any kind of change, it doesn't, I'm talking whether it's an addiction that you're getting rid of or you're forming new habits in your life, which are two sides of the same coin, right? Um, mm-hmm. Your circle kind of gets smaller, I think. That's been my experience. Your circle gets smaller and you don't necessarily have a need for some of the things that were in your circle before. Not that they're bad, not that they're wrong. It's just the journey's different. Absolutely. That absolutely has happened to me this year. Yeah. And um, 
I went through a lot of heartache, a lot of crying. But in reality, as I've said before, I had to lose a lot of things to gain exactly what I needed mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. So how's your anxiety these days compared to how it was? So, well, uh, health-wise, health I'm doing amazing. Um, I, I still have anxiety. I think I'll always have that. Um, I do have PTSD from my childhood. So, but I have done amazingly well at calming myself down when I need to, um, exiting out of that situation and being more logical than just saying, okay, I'm just going to drink this away. Mm -hmm. um, when I started this journey, I was 20 pounds heavier. Um, I had um, heart issues, blood pressure issues. Um, anxiety. I was taking medicine for all of that and I'm not taking anything now. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking anything. Um, I'm, I'm shocked myself, honestly. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. um, what has changed in your, in your marriage and you have, do you have one son? Is that right? One son. Yeah. 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 What's He's 12 and a half. Okay. So what's changed there? Um, okay. So, so a, a lot has, I'm just more present. I didn't realize how alcohol completely even consumed my life, even though I wasn't drinking it. So, you know, with my marriage, we've always had good communication. We've, we, we've had a really good marriage. The thing that has changed for me is that I'm finally just being me. Um, the man or the woman that he fell in love with, I mean, he's the man that I've always fell in love with. He has been my number one supporter. And, you know, one of the quotes that he told me, because I asked him one time, like, did you think I could do this? He goes, I knew you always had it in you. It mm -hmm. was you that needed to find it. Yeah. So that was um, my heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, with Kaden, with Kaden, I'm still working through my emotions with that because I still have quite a lot of guilt and, and I was always a good mother, the best mother that he could be, that I could be at that time. And I will forever feel that for me. Um, I've just been more, I don't know, just more open with him. I, he doesn't bother me as much. And I know that sounds terrible, but I think because my, my mind and my insights are calm that like everything around me is just more calm. And, and as a mom, you know, you can get over, you just get overbearing sometimes. And I just feel like all together, just the dynamic that we have in this household, is just more freeing and more calmness and just all around, just more beautiful. I, I don't really know how much more I can explain on that one. It's just different and better different. Yeah. Different I didn't think I could get. That's amazing. Um, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned like calm and peace or ease, because that's like one of the very first things I teach when I start to work with people is how to access your calm. Because if you're in stress or anxiety or you're uneasy or dis-ease, which is 
disease, right? You're not at ease. Um, then you can't think, you can't problem solve, you're on edge, you're, you're snippy at people, you're definitely not open to possibility, you just see obstacles. Likely, if you're spending time in that way, you're numbing out somehow. And, you know, alcohol is just one example, but people numb out, you know, social media can be a numbing out. Um, obviously, prescription medications can be a way to numb out shopping. Um, working. I am an ex busy badge wearing hustler. Like I work was my addiction, but I also drank wine at night. Like I'd have a glass of wine, chase it with an Ambien to sleep because I couldn't shut my mind off because my anxiety was so high because I was hustling for my work. And so, you know, like sometimes the, we don't realize we have an issue because we're just so used to doing the same thing. Like our our, um, our mind will work to keep us the same, even if that same is killing us. And yes. uh, on the other side of working through that, though, there's so much freedom. Like, do you feel, would you say that you feel more free? I feel absolutely free. I, to, I always thought alcohol would be a part of my life because it had been a part of my life for so long. Yeah. And to get rid of it was something, the, the biggest scare that I could probably have done because that's always been there. It's always been consistent. After I freed myself of that, I realized that I freed myself from a lot more of uh, things I didn't need, negativity mm -hmm. in my life. Um, people who, who wanted me to stay right where I was, right. not to grow, stay, because that was more comfortable for them. Right, right. To say that I, I feel free is almost, not a big enough word for how I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can, I deeply, deeply resonate with that. I, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the hardest work we can ever do is to stop numbing out. Like the hardest work we can ever do is go inside and feel all the feelings and live this life full on, good, bad, ugly. Nobody gets out unscathed. But at least like being able to get to the end and look back and think I was present. I did it on my terms. You know, I played full out, whatever that looks like for you, you know, and, and it doesn't mean that you have to like be an international speaker or have a multi-million dollar business or run a company. It may mean that you're the best version or as my sister would say, your most favorite version, your favorite version of yourself at every turn, every moment you're making the choice to show up as your favorite version of yourself and you are present and you stand in your power and you move forward. You know, every time you notice you're off and your peace has been circumvented somehow that you get yourself back. And mm -hmm. um, I, nobody teaches this stuff. Like we didn't learn this stuff in school. They don't teach you right. that in college. I mean, this, unless you, unless you go into some type of like mindset or neuroscience or psychology major, you don't know any of this. Like there's people walking around numbing out with addictions and blaming it on their poor lot in life when really it's all them and they have no idea. Like we are our own limitation, like period. So have you started dreaming differently since all of this has happened? 
dreaming as in actually dreaming. As in um, new ideas, new goals for your life, thinking about the world differently, seeing your life differently, like what's changed there? I have, um, I've been pretty vocal on Facebook about my good and my bad on my journey. And, and one of the things that I have done that has made me feel good is, you know, I have been, people have privately messaged me and saying that, you know, thank you for being truthful on your journey or even sharing your journey in, in real time. Um, either they have a problem and they want to fix or they have a family member and they don't know how to do any, you know, they don't know how to start. Um, I feel like I've done pretty good with giving the best advice I can to those amazing people. Um, my, my goal is to go back to school for something in this area. I just have to, um, a little bit more finances needs to get <laughs> better. And, and I think we can go forward with that. Honestly, the goal for me right now is just to wake up every day and, and find something that is worth living for. And that is myself and my family. Um, I still have to, I still taking pretty small steps, even as being a year in. And that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter how far in you are with any aspect of change in your life. It's a moment to moment practice. I don't care if you're a decade in or five days in, it's always a moment to moment thing. So, um, I mean, I still come up against my demons on a regular basis and ask anybody who is honest and doing this work of, of being their best version, right. And feeling their feelings and living this life. And they'll tell you the same thing. So I, and I think it's one of the bravest, most courageous things that can be done in this life. I, I really do. I just think, um, watching your journey just from the sidelines has been absolutely incredible. Like there's been times I've just, I've read your post. I've watched you cry. I'm crying with you. I'm celebrating with you. It's so good. So good. Yeah. So <clears throat> listeners, you can't see us now, but both of us are like fighting back tears. Um, <laughs> because it is good. It's so good to get free. It's so good to get free free of the crappy thinking that kept you small, free of the beliefs that kept, that keep you in your addiction, free of the chains and the negativity that keeps you low, um, free of the sadness that surrounds you that you try to drink away or shop away or work away. Um, you know, unless you're a psychopath, pretty much everybody deals with some <laughs> type of level of unworthiness. And it shows up for all of us in different ways in our life, you know, and as you're listening to Tasha's story, how's it showing up for you? Is there a, is there a place in your life that you know that you're using, maybe it's multiple things to numb out. Are you working too much? Um, or are you drinking? Are you uh, watching porn? Are you having affairs? Um, are, are you lying to yourself? Are you eating your feelings? What is happening for you that, um, that you're, you're not dealing and not coping with this beautiful, amazing, brutal, as Glennon Doyle would say, beautiful and brutal 
life <laughs> that we're given. There is a different way. There is a different way. And on the other side of the work that you do, there's so much freedom. But you can't, if you don't go within and don't do the inner work, you'll go without. You will never have the life and the freedom that you want if you don't do the work on the inside. The inside work for every person is what makes everything else on your exterior work. It's what gives you the exterior results because everything that you do believe and act on is dictated by everything inside of you. It's not your exterior circumstances. Um, you can look at people in horrible situations. I, I read a study once of these two twins that were raised with an alcoholic father and um, they were studied throughout their life and grew up and they interviewed one twin and um, he was an alcoholic and, and they said, here you are and you grew up with this, you know, why, why do you think you chose this path? And he was like, how could I not choose this path? This is all I knew. And they interviewed the other twin and, and he didn't drink ever and um, had stable income, a whole different kind of the opposite kind of life from each other. And they said to him, why did you choose this path? You know, what made you do it different? And he's like, well, how could I not look at what I knew? And, and so it's truly, it's all, it's all up to you. And if you are numbing out and you're a parent, you're showing your kids all they know. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal. There's so much power in conquering your demons and all of us have them. Nobody gets out unscathed. We just don't always want to admit that we have them. <laughs> and I love that you're willing to come on, Tasha, and talk about this. I'll stop talking now. Is there anything <laughs> else that's like top of mind that, that you would say to anyone who maybe is wondering if, if they need to deal with some things? I think the biggest thing that I, I learned is that I, I truly looked exactly into my life to see if this is where I wanted to be and where I wanted to go. Um, when I got that text, like I said, I still didn't think I had a problem. And it, it was a, it was a blessing in disguise. I've been wanting to quit for a very long time. I honestly cannot give an answer as to why this stuck with me. I think I, it was just, time and I was tired of fighting and feeling lost lonely everything negative you can think of that's exactly how I felt I had no self-esteem whatsoever even though I portrayed it very well sometimes <laughs> I did not have it um I had no confidence in what I was going to do next in life um but I could tell you that when you look into the mirror and just study your face and really just study your eyes. That will tell you everything. I know that sounds really crazy or different, but it's the truth. I, there was one day I just sat in front of the mirror and I just bawled just to me in the mirror. And I realized that my life needed to change now. You can do it. 
everybody can do it. You are worth your time. Mm-hmm. And you are worth to be the best version of yourself because this is the only life that we get. Don't dwell on the past of what you used to do or what you did and that you still have, you know, you're, you're going to have guilt, but you can work through it, especially whenever you let go of whatever was holding you down. One day at a time has been a really big thing for me, but also the phrase always forward, never back has been stuck with me. And that's been on my sober journey this whole time and always will be. Uh, I love that. We can't, look, yeah. we can't look in the back. We can't, right. we can't look in the past. There's, right. It's done. It's over with. There's nothing that we can do to change it. But we can change today and right now. And you're absolutely worth it. Mm, powerful. All that's powerful. Um, you know, our mind doesn't know anything other than, other than it's a record of the past. And it's going to continue to remind us of all the things in the past to keep us the same, even if the same really sucks. And so I love that you mentioned that always forward. Um, So Tom and I, my husband and I, we pick uh, a theme for every year. And uh, he came home from his this last trip and he said, um, the theme, I think, what do you think about having the theme for 22 be uh, moving forward? And I'm like, absolutely. Like that's so like we have, it's usually a phrase, but we just go to it. And that's our guiding, our guiding force, you know, for the, for the year. And I love that. And it perfectly coincides because you, we can get so stuck, like we get stuck and, you know, overwhelm and all the decisions we need to make and all the things we need to do right now. And then we lose sight of the big picture and it's like, okay, move forward. What's moving forward or you know, being irritated or spending time being offended or hurt or frustrated or angry, not forgiving ourselves or other people, like all of that just holds you back. Right. And so it's always forward, always forward, always forward. I love that you said that. Is, is that something, well, let me ask you this. Did you do this? Was this, um, did you join like AA to do this? Was it something that I didn't go to my first AA meeting until um, six months. Okay. Um, I've actually only been to three. Okay. Um, I'm still working the steps. I do have a sponsor. Her name's Amy, and she is one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met in my entire life. Um, mm-hmm. She has helped me through every little obstacle that I've come by um is aa for me i am not a religious person whatsoever but i do love those steps and i think that those i'm taking everything that i need out of those steps and using it for me um mm-hmm. i think aa is, is for a lot of people and i it is a beautiful program but i have only been there three times I think it's key that you have someone to support you, like whether they're a sponsor or a coach or a accountability buddy, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Um, I think that's key. I know that has been huge in my change because 
but we have bad days. We have bad moments. And when I can go to my person, and for me, it was a coach. When I can go to my coach and I can borrow their belief in me to get me through, mm-hmm. like, that's what I've needed, you know, especially in the beginning, especially the first, you know, one to two years. That was a, until it became yeah. a new way of being for me, you know, I had to borrow. My coach was, a, uh, um, well, he's still my coach. We're over a decade in now, but um and I didn't, I didn't meet him in person for like two years. And we just literally talked on the phone for a half hour every other week. But, um, but he was always my go-to when I, when I came up against anything, um, he could like help me to navigate it. And that, that's been a, that was a game changer. It's I amazing really, to have that. Yeah. Because, um, they're safe. They're safe. Like they don't, they don't judge you. It's just everything you say is in the vault. And they help mm-hmm. me navigate what you're going through. And, and there's like this level of trust that, you know, let's just face it, even with our spouses, like there's sometimes there's things that seem too scary to share with them in the beginning. And then you can go, you know, like talk to my coach and then I'm able to yep. navigate that better. Like let go of my fear or my beliefs around it and then just be me. And I have found in my journey, and maybe this is the same for you the more me I am, the more my life expands, like the more freedom I have, the more happiness I have, the more ease I have, the more honesty I have, like, it just gets better and better. It doesn't mean bad things don't happen. But I'm, I'm no longer um, my life navigation isn't based on the circumstances that happen. It's you know, based on me knowing that I have the power to navigate those circumstances that I get to choose how I, how I react or respond. Agreed. Um, I would like to also mention too, that, you know, I've, I've talked about giving up a lot of things and things I didn't want to give up, you know, friendships, um, people, but what, what I've gained and I, and I probably should have said this at the beginning is, um, so I, so I stopped drinking November 28th of 2020 and the month of December, I doubled up on my smoking. Um, and I realized that I was poisoning myself with one, getting rid of one and poisoning myself with the next one. So, so I stopped smoking, um, January 2nd. I didn't want it to be a New Year's resolution. <laughs> January second. <laughs> um, I I have ran multiple of five Ks, and I never thought I would be able to do that. That's one thing that I've been very uh, proud of for myself. And you know, with that, I've lost twenty pounds, and the money that I used for one year for cigarettes and drinking paid off my tummy tuck that I've been wanting for twelve years. Oh my gosh. That's pretty crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Ugh. Listeners, I wish you could see her smile right now because um, she's glowing. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. If people want to know more about your story or want to connect with you, Tasha, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on my personal Facebook, Tasha Carter. Yeah, Okay, perfect. And listeners, this will be in the show notes. So you can just click on that link and go find her. And uh, wow, thank you. 
Thank you so much again for being here today, for being vulnerable and open about your journey. I know there are people that are hearing this that are going to be changed because, because you were willing to share your journey. So thank you. Thank you. Listeners, thank you for being here. I know you have a ton of options of where you can spend your time and we appreciate you listening to Dialed In. Um, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And until next time, take action, live big and stay dialed in. Isn't it powerful how when we tackle our pain and our hurts and the things that we are trying to numb out that our entire lives can open up. We can see possibility where we were once stuck. Um, we can stop being bitter and start working on ourselves and becoming the better version of us. Not that anything is wrong with us the way we are, but if you're sitting here listening to this episode and you can relate because you know you're stuck and maybe you aren't clear about what blocks you or maybe you think you have a bigger problem and you want to be in a safe space where you can talk with someone about it, I want to invite you to schedule a call with me. There is a link for a free 20-minute call where we will talk through where you're at, how you feel stuck, and some options for you to be able to move forward. You are worthy of living an amazing life. And your peace begins with you. Your happiness begins with you. And I'm so incredibly passionate about this because for a long time, I just believed that it happened to me. Either happiness happened or it didn't. It was all outside of my control. And I hope that listening to Tasha's story today has inspired you and made you see a different perspective. I love you. Thank you for being here and listening. And if you want to connect, the link is in my bio. Until next time, take action, live big, and stay dialed in.